Hello, my dear friend. Welcome one more time to another Bible study here. This is Gian. I am the founding pastor of Victory Church and from Odessa, Texas. I say hello to you. Thank you for watching and connecting. This is part of the series of the, uh, the, the study from the letter of the Romans. Paul, the apostle, writing to the Romans. We are in episode 21. And uh, I would like to invite you, if you want to go to our website, vchurch.us, or perhaps you want to go to the Facebook page, Victory Church, or maybe you want to go to our YouTube channel, the Vimeo channel, or our podcast. Feel free to go there and uh, you can listen, watch the previous episodes. This is episode 21. I am reading from the easy to read version. I'm right now in chapter 9. And the reading today comes from the verse 10 through 13. So we read, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, dear Lord, guide us through this study. Here we go. And that's not all. Rebecca also had sons, and they had the same father. He is our father, Isaac. But before the two sons were born, God told Rebecca, the older son will serve the younger. This was before the boys had done anything good or bad. God said, this before they were born, so that the boy he wanted would be chosen because of God's own plan. He was chosen because he was the one God wanted to call, not because of anything the boys did. As the scriptures say, I love Jacob that I hated Esau. <laughs> this part of the story, especially the way that Paul is describing it makes people very nervous because they, for instance, comments that I have heard for many years, people saying to me, is it possible that God hated me before I was born? That's why I have so much bad luck. Is that it? <laughs> Other people say, you know, is that the reason why some people are so prosperous or healthy or blessed or happy is because God really wanted somebody to do so well in life. That it's a very, very common question that comes, comes to your mind when you read something like this, stating that the Lord God chose some people before even they do anything good or bad like these two brothers. And I want to give you an answer about that. Before we get there, I would like to go a little bit back to what we were talking in the previous episodes. If you remember the letter of Romans, the first chapters are talking about Paul is making the emphasis that salvation is a free gift. Well, for us, <laughs> it's not free because somebody paid for the price the price of our salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul had been arguing through so many chapters about that. He went to the point of saying also, I feel bad because although I'm forgiven, I keep doing what is wrong. And uh, so he concluded there that there was a fight in between the, his flesh and the Spirit of God inside of himself. And I felt even miserable, he says in that part. Later then he's talking about how the Holy Spirit really will guide him to do what is right. 
And, uh, and finally, he's talking about, now that I am saved, I am concerned for, for my fellow Israelites, being himself a Jew. So we discussed in the previous episodes that Israel, the chosen people of God, is not just the nation, descendants from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but also is the Israel of God is the spiritual people, the people today, throughout history, those that, like Abraham, believed in God. Believed, especially since the, since the Lord Jesus was born and he died with the preaching of the gospel, we all have access to eternal life, thanks to his mercies. So, who is really the chosen one? <laughs> Are you part of the chosen one? The chosen people of God. We know many individuals all over the world claim to be the chosen ones because they are Israelites or they are descendants from Abraham, things of that kind. And especially when you read a passage like this, the idea comes to your mind saying, boy, God really is mean because he loved one and hated the other. I don't get it. So that's why I wanted to, to take it to this point where reading the scripture, it could be very confusing for so many people if you don't understand the whole concept of what is the word of God, you know? It's easy to take one portion of the scripture, a couple of verses here and there. You can take part of the scripture and build from there a theory stating, that's what the Bible says, <laughs> you know, in, in many areas, you know, could be with money management, could be uh, related to how many wives you want to have, or uh, it could be about how to handle sin, and also how to apply the law. What about diets or celebrations? You know, you can go in many directions when you take one portion of the scripture and you take it so literally, taking that text out of the context, and that will be just a pretext to do whatever you want to do. You see, when you, when you approach the scripture, it's not just the section that you are reading what is going to speak to you. You have to take into consideration the whole message of the Bible. So if you ask me, well, what is the message of the Bible? The message of the Bible is that God, the creator of heaven and earth, loves us. He had loved us. He sent his son and he will come for us at the end of the times, he's going to create a new heaven and earth. That's the message of the Bible. And you need to keep that in mind when you are studying passages, because God, his essence is love. So you will, you will not take it literally here that really there was hate <laughs> against one human being that was not even born at this, <laughs> at this point in time. Basically, the meaning of this passage, particularly when it's talking about Jacob and in, in Esau in verses 13, the meaning is that there was someone that the Lord 
wanted to use for something. That's the meaning. And you cannot take it like true hate in the heart of God towards a human being. Especially when that person has done, has done nothing wrong yet. <laughs> you see? You take this passage out of the context of the Bible, the concept in general about the Lord is love, and you will start creating a theory of something absolutely wrong. It's a bad premise. I hope you understand what I'm saying. However, in these particular verses, from verses 10 through 13, Paul is again trying to explain to us that actually there was a plan. In the plan, as we know it now, in, you know, throughout the years that all these generations brought at some point the birth of our Lord Jesus, who is our Savior and Messiah, this plan needed to be done exactly the way that the Lord conceived the idea. And uh, Rebecca, which is Isaac's wife, she knew that between her two sons, the one who was born first, Isa, and the one, although they were twins, right? And the other came later, Jacob, the Lord told her, one is going to be the ruler, the leader, the one that I want to use for this particular task. If you go through the readings of the history, not just this section in Romans, again, when you read the whole scripture, you get a better understanding. If you go back to the book of Genesis and you read what really happens between Jacob and Esau, and you see the kind of things Jacob was doing, the kind of things Rebecca was doing, and remember the kind of things Abraham did, you're talking about people that they were not doing what was right. So nobody really was right. The only one who was always right is the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friend, that includes you and includes me. Because this idea is a wrong idea we have in our heads. I am right, they are wrong. It's something that we need to remove from our systems. It's not convenient when you are just thinking, I know the truth, I am right. It's tricky. There are many things that Abraham, Isaac, Sarah, Rebecca, Jacob, even Isa, many things that they did right. They were right in many things, but also each one of them did something wrong. You know, you remember the story of, of Sarah? She, she wanted to wait for some reason. She thought, if I give to my husband Abraham, this, this young lady, she can be pregnant and that will be the, the son that God wants us to have. You know, that was not right, but the Lord allowed that because the Lord has always a plan. And Rebecca exactly did something wrong, similar, in this case, tricking her husband Isaac by sending Jacob with some skin covering his arms to pretend to be Esau. But when you read the story and you find out how they changed, because Jacob changed, like Abraham changed and Sarah changed, and also Rebecca changed, 
you know what? You see how Jacob changed and also Esau changed. So that is one important thing that I want you to see, that the chosen one today, and I want you to stop thinking about, oh my gosh, the Lord already decided who is going to be blessed and who is going to, easy. Take it easy, okay? Relax, relax. I just want you to come today to the reality of today's world because there is no reason for you to start debating and investing so much time about what happened any number of thousands of years ago between Jacob and Esau, okay? Read the study and try to get the truth. But today the truth is this, that the Lord doesn't want anyone to perish but he wants everyone to repent and come back to him to have eternal life. The Lord wants all of us to change. That's the beauty of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, you and I have the same opportunity that Abraham had, Isaac, Rebecca, Sarah, also Isa and Jacob and everybody else after them, including David, of course. What is that possibility? To find in humiliation before God, in repentance, the bridge that will connect you with God in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who makes things right. That is the whole thing that Paul has been talking in the previous chapters. We are right with God thanks to the good Lord. So that's why I don't want you to keep thinking about this thing. God chose these ones and hated these other ones. It's pointless to, to, to use your, your time. It, it is a waste of your time, you know, it's useless. Trying to think and figure it out, all those things. Think about your life today, your opportunity today to be okay with the Lord, and that is doable thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ. There is an opportunity. This section basically is telling us something, that no matter what's going on, the Lord always has a plan. And in His plan, I want you to see this, in every and each one of the steps of the general God's plan, the Lord is going to use somebody. More importantly today for you is to think in the general plan that God has for humankind, in the general plan that the Lord has for the people that you know, which is your part? And more importantly, are you going to play that role? Are you willing to do God's will on this? You see? It's easy to start digging and trying to extract things here and there from the Bible to create controversy and start having many discussions that at the end is a waste of time. It's easy to do that. You want to do it? Go ahead. But I don't recommend you to do that. You know what is what I suggest you? Is to think deep down in your heart about your skills, your gifts, your talents, your abilities to be used in the hands of God 
for his plan. How many people around you could have a very different outcome if you do your part in God's plan? That's what really matters, my friend. That is basically what I can tell you about this section. Jacob needed to do some things. Isa needed to do some things. Even Rebecca, everybody involved in this whole mess needed to do something. They did their part. Even the wrong thing, it was necessary. Like in your case and in my case. All the, if you think about this, all the wrong things that we have done in our lives bring us to a point when we realize how wrong that was. How wrong was all that? So we can stop today to say, Lord, I hate that I did that. I really hate that I acted that way for so many years. You, you see, my friend, that connects you with God, heart to heart. That's the way that the Lord talks. That's God's language, heart to heart, via love in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. If today you would like to reconnect with the Lord and perhaps just drop certain charges that you have against others, if perhaps today is the kind of day that you are thinking, I don't know, I just think that I just need to forget about all these things, all these problems and conflicts that I have with everybody and, you know, different <laughs> conflicts in between my view about this and their view about that. It, it, maybe today you want to reconcile with yourself and with God and with others. It's possible, my friend, in the name of Jesus. Do you think that being right really matters in this world? Is that it? Or do you think that what really matters is the Lord, His love in His heart, and you being a vehicle to love everybody else? Your, your family, your friends, the people that you are in contact with, they want to hear those words that you love them. They want to see in your actions that love that you are talking about. That is the kingdom of God, my friend. The love through words, the love through actions, the love through our own lives. Keep that in mind. In Jesus Christ, you can do that, my friend. Thank you for watching. I wish you a beautiful night. Till next time.